Real quick before we start the show, just wanted to let you guys know you can get the show two days early by joining our Patreon. Even for a buck, you can listen to the show two days early. Go to patreon.com slash analog talk and we got a bunch of stuff over there. Check it out and uh, yeah, enjoy the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Analog Talk, a film photography podcast. I'm your host, Tim. I'm Chris. And on today's show, we have Danielle Robleski. Hey, Danielle. Hey, guys. Hi, Danielle. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. We're very excited. For our listeners who may not know who you are and what you have going on, can you introduce yourself and give like a background on how you got into photography and all that? Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, well, so my name is Danielle Robleski, also known as Girl with Too Many Cameras on Instagram. <laughs> I love it. Which I, I love thought, it. I, I love thought it. that was me. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a very accurate description of my mm-hmm. life. <laughs> Um, I got into photography uh, probably about four years ago and completely by accident. I Up until I was like 27 or so, I didn't care at all about photography. It never crossed my mind. I, all I knew about photos was just snapping pics on my iPhone. And oh, wow. one day I was um, at the thrift store and they had a Canon AE-1 for $10. And it wow. was one of those lightning bolt moments, you know, like when you're a little kid and you see somebody and you instantly have a crush on them. Oh my them. gosh, this is so cute. I, <laughs> I looked at this camera and I was just like, oh my Lord, this is the wow. most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I don't know anything about cameras or photography, but I just knew in that moment I needed to buy this camera. So I, I bought it. I hightailed it out of the store. <laughs> um, and yeah, the kind of rest is history. I, I quickly was just immersed in the world of film and I became obsessed with cameras and learning about them. And so now I have like north of 40 cameras in my collection. <laughs> <laughs> it's my it's my life, yeah. So that, I mean, I feel like this might be my favorite like how you got into it story because yeah, this is it's great. like a like, true love, like love at first sight moment. It really um, was. Which is like so fascinating because I, I, it is my favorite part of the show is hearing everybody's like story. So I'm assuming then you're self-taught, right? Oh yeah, completely. Yeah. Wow. YouTube is amazing. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that just, is. It I, really is. Like, yeah. That's what taught me everything. I was gonna say, like, how has that process been? Like, I'm sure there's a lot of ups and downs with trying. We we always kind of talk about like go out and make mistakes, go out and try. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, thank God for YouTube, but you really have to go and just take yeah. photos. You know. Yeah, yeah, you really do. And you know, I know there's such a big debate about like as film better than digital or Mm -hmm. vice versa. I, you know, obviously I started learning photography on film since that Canon AE1 was my first one, but I, I, I actually kind of do see the merits of maybe starting on digital because there were so many roles. I would shoot the roles, send them out to the lab. And by the time I got them back, I would forget what I had done with them. Right. Mm, Um, And so I'd be like trying to go through frames and be like, wait, now what went wrong here? What did I, what did I do? And you know, with digital, you would have that instant feedback and you could see like, oh, I did one stop too many on this. Um, Right, right, right. So it was definitely a slower process of learning. And I think the biggest thing for me was learning the exposure triangle. That was, it was like Mm. such a Bermuda triangle for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to figure out how these are all related. So true. 
yeah. I actually, yeah. I uh, work in a library as my day job. And so when I was first starting out, I went to the photography section of our library and I checked out like 20 books on photography. Wow, cool. And when I was really, really struggling with understanding like the exposure triangle, I was going through one book and they just, I don't even know how to put it. They just had like the exact right diagram that it just suddenly clicked mm -hmm. in my brain. And I was like, I completely understand this now. This mm -hmm. makes perfect sense. But it took me probably a good like five to six months to really feel like I understood how that all worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was like my, my toughest thing too, because I went to school for, for photo and I got hung up on, on like, okay, aperture, like what, like, <sighs> why is this not like making sense? But you're right. Once you have that, like, oh, okay, moving forward. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I'll, I'll never forget that day for me. It was crazy because like it, it just it clicked, you know, and you're like, wow, like if you adjust. See, I was messing with digital at that point. Mm -hmm. I was playing with the digital camera, which actually learning on. I'm really glad I did because then it wasn't a giant <laughs> waste of, of money and film and all that fun stuff but it, it's just crazy that you know you move one you move aperture one way then everything else changes you know it's 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 a it's cool and it's something that you don't think of once you've been doing it for so long yeah. it just kind of comes natural it's, exactly it's cool to, yeah I feel like I have so much, like, so, so, so I want to talk about so much. Let it out, Chris. I know, Let but I feel out. like maybe not yet, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> um, I want to talk more about your work. I really love, like, your architecture of photography. Yeah. Um, it, it's, that's, like, one thing that I feel like I just, I'm not good at. I, I don't know why, I, but... I see your work and I'm just like, these are, these are awesome. These are amazing shots. Um, do you fancy yourself? portrait photographer at all or are you are you mostly like what's, would, your, what's your what's your like favorite thing to photograph you know I would love to do portraits I, f I feel like portraits are so next level for what mm. I for what I can do you know I I kind of feel like I shoot architecture and more scenery urban landscapes yeah. natural landscapes more because I feel like that's the easy thing. Maybe maybe I'm just not giving myself enough uh, credit. I don't, I don't, see, I don't. It, that's so funny. Where like grass is always greener. I'm like, <laughs> like yeah, stu yeah. stuff. Even like photography. Like I, um, yeah, I, I, I think I would, I would say the opposite for me. Like I don't oh, think, wow. yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, to me, it's like I would say some of my favorite photographers that I follow on Instagram are portrait photographers, which is mm -hmm. you know really I think a bit odd for me since I, I don't shoot portraiture, but I, the skills that you have to have to shoot portraiture, you have to understand how to pose people, how to like evoke emotions from mm -hmm. them, um, just what the right angles are to capture them. And I, you know, I don't have to tell buildings how to pose. They're just, yeah. there. <laughs> <You> know, I, <laughs> it's yeah. really simple to shoot them. Yeah. So I, that it's like, um, portrait photography to me is just like a whole nother science that I would love to learn, but I, I just, I don't know. I'm a little scared. Yeah. I remember um, in school, you had to do the assignments. There was no like, okay, like do what you do. There was like portraits, there was commercial and our school, they broke it down. Like you, you could have like do your final portfolio as like a portrait portfolio, or you can do it as a commercial portfolio, or you could do it both like split. And I did a split one just because I thought like, okay, well, I'll just do both. But as I was creating the work, I was realizing like, I'm not really a commercial photographer. Like I'm a portrait photographer. But that was the first time outside of shooting people that I knew that we, we was like required to like shoot strangers. That was the first time. And after I graduated, I got a job at a, in a portrait studio 
And that was like really like there. It to get less afraid, you have to just throw yourself in essentially. Yeah. And yeah. you know, I was like getting paid to do it at that point, which was you know, I still I remember when I went to like apply to the job, this portrait studio. I it was in a mall, and I I paced all the way up the stairs and like talked myself up and like walked all the way back down. I'm like, you got okay, you're going in. You're gonna give me your resume. You're going in. Like, you can do it. <laughs> Cause it's it is kind of intimidating, well, we, you know. But once once you get past that, it's like shooting what you are meant to shoot. I feel like is like the best thing ever. So I think yeah. you should you should definitely pop that can open, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a little bit with um. I've started doing some self portraits. Yes, um, which oh, I cool. I'm obsessed with. <laughs> <laughs> I which I I never I've I really hate being in front of a camera. Normally I I. I loathe phone selfies, mm-hmm. like selfies more than anything in the world. I, I just, I hate how I look yeah. on my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, Same. there's so many times I go through Instagram and Instagram stories and people look so like cute in their <laughs> selfies. And I just, I don't feel like that's me at all. But uh, when Lomography had hit us up to do a feature yep. and I thought, man, I really need like a decent photo of myself. And I thought, well, let's do a self-portrait on film. How difficult can this be? And then I quickly learned that it's immensely difficult. (laughs) Yeah. And one of the things that really caught me is that like, as soon as I'm in front of a camera, I have no idea what to do with myself. Like, how do I, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. How do I model? How do I pose? Where do my hands go? Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 I, so I feel like that would probably translate into my, if I ever did shoot portraiture. It's just, mm. that is so foreign to me. It's like, what do you do with your body in, yeah. a, in a photo? <laughs> yeah. I always get scared when I, when I would do portrait sessions. I was trying to kind of break into doing, you know, senior photos and mm-hmm. engagement photo sets and stuff. And it's just, I've worked with, an actual model and I did that first before I did like the common person photo shoot and man you're working with a model that's what they do you know they're moving they know the angles to turn themselves and all that stuff and I'm like man I got this this is awesome (laughs) and then I'm like yeah sure I'll do your engagement photos and I'm just like oh wait they're not moving (laughs) (laughs) it was terrifying and I'm like okay now can you move it there's there's nothing worse than like people who are like maybe insecure they're like okay you're the photographer you have to tell what to do it's like i know yeah we're gonna we're gonna get there together <laughs> uh. yeah <laughs> yeah but Dude. i can imagine that line when you're like oh i am the photographer yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh boy yeah so yeah and i actually uh i think i mentioned earlier that like in a past life i actually got two music degrees so mm-hmm. i have quite a few friends who are still in music and I've had a couple of them hit me up to do like headshots before and I've just, I've turned them down purely for that reason because I'm just like, they won't know how to pose. I won't know how to pose. (laughs) It's it's just going to be incredibly awkward the whole time. Yeah. Headshots are, they're headshots. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. Probably pretty straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. So do you own any digital cameras? Maybe you should, you know, just test your, what's that saying? Get your feet wet. (laughs) Get my feet wet. (laughs) Yeah. You know, digital. Um, I have one digital camera, mm. and that's it. It's a Nikon D3200, so just a really basic DSLR. And I grabbed that probably after two years of shooting film. Wow. And I really, I, I purely got it because my partner, um, he plays in a band, and they they do a lot of gigs, and I kind of 
ended up taking on this role as like the band photographer mm-hmm. ah, and yeah. Yeah. uh know that game yeah yeah <laughs> and, and and you know as you probably guys are both familiar shooting concerts on film is just like a fool's game yeah so <laughs> i quickly learned that if i'm gonna like keep helping them with yeah. photography i needed a digital camera so yeah i don't have that's i've never shot a show on film it's it's always been digital because it's because i wouldn't even know where to start you know yeah that's that's the right way to go yeah i think i've probably wasted i don't know like 10 rolls of film before mm. i just realized like this is just not not, not worth it yeah, yeah. <laughs> unless you're yeah. just like i don't know just with a flash and just yeah you know, the easy way we're just trying to get some like crazy motion blur stuff <clears throat> yeah. but yeah it's tough if you're really trying to take you know solid yeah yeah professional right. looking yeah 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 definitely yeah. so danielle i want to talk to you about how we came together Yeah, I'm interested in this. How did this happen? So I will say this kind of speaks to, I think, the community. And we're not, I'm not, I don't want to trash the, you know, the community, you know, definitely not. But, you know, there's some some room for maybe some, you know, adjust. Yeah, growth. Thank you. That's the word. (laughs) Um, Because I didn't even know about you until, you know, the, what can I call it? Like the, like the action, I guess. I don't know. It, It was, it was all sort of like happening around the same time i feel like a lot of people were very vocal about women in the community not being represented represent not being represented that big moment back yeah in, it was like, like it was like a big yeah. moment yeah it was yeah. back in december and it was something that i was kind of struggling with internally a lot you yeah know, I, and i mean we've been talking about it for years too i mean and then it finally just yeah snapped. timothy and uh, timothy was kind of like my <laughs> sounding board for all my frustration yeah. um my way of dealing with it or trying to be supportive was to invite awesome women onto our show people that i admired and and at, and that's at, really important work i just want to say thank you really, but really I, I think it, like you're you really inspired me along with joe michelle uh, who's a good friend of the, the show and, and me where it wasn't enough and I had to make the video that I made and it was in part because you you had, were calling people out for, you know, just not realizing that there was this amazing community of women. And a lot of the times, like I remember because I, I we I don't know if it's the algorithms or if it's the hashtags or if it's it's the, you know, the, I wasn't seeing them either, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like now it's 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 starting to change and I want to thank you for that <laughs> um, because you're doing, you know, we have the film sorority. Well, I guess I could go back. So <laughs> you <laughs> you were posting about the f- photographer that kind of missed the mark and mm-hmm. and I that's when I was like, I, should I make this video? And then I made the video and got, it got a great response but then I, I still felt like, okay, well, how can I do more? So yeah. I had the idea of a feature account that featured, you know, women in film. And it was the next day. It was the, literally you were doing your thing. And I reached out the next day and was like, I love what you're doing. I want to do more. What do you think? And you basically signed on right then. Yeah. Yeah. I was so touched. (laughs) (laughs) I, cause I was talking to my now husband. I was like, I don't know if I should, because you know, I have, I, you know, you go through all these things. Like maybe it's not the right thing. Maybe it's too much. Maybe, you know, and you have to kind of like talk yourself out of it. It was, it was very weird, you know? Cause I was Uh like, I said what I had to say, but I feel like I should do, I feel like there should, there's more to be done, but I don't know. Maybe it's too, I don't know. I don't know. Cause there was trolls, a lot of trolls on that video were, were saying very hurtful things and just yeah. not under, not getting it. And th- mm. there was a lot of people who were, you know, champ, like, you know, like just who were, were like, 
have to say thank Chris Visser specifically because he was like (laughs) he's amazing yeah he was like actually like I was like I can't comment on any of this I was just like I posted I I didn't want to turn the comments off I was gonna let them go but I wasn't gonna respond to even the good ones I was like I'm not gonna engage but he was kind of stepped in for me and was like look dude like you know this try to understand um which thank you chris um yeah so that's kind of how the film sorority came about was that yeah that um which i'm having you know fantastic time doing and now it's led for you for other opportunities uh, i'll let you speak on those with like casual photo file but yeah uh and we can't forget about our co-curator um, oh, no, Naomi. Yeah, yeah. Naomi. We love them so much. Um, but yeah, so can you speak on what, how your, how your journey, like in your own words from like, mm-hmm. like, cause that was kind of where I, like, I was feeling it for a long time. Yeah. I would, you know, same to you. I was feeling it for a long time, just kind of this feeling of being invisible and not mm. just me, like me personally, but like women as a whole, it just felt like we were invisible in this mm. community. And so often I would hear discussions about like, who is your favorite film photographer? What's your, you know, what's your favorite film YouTube channel? And time and time again, I'd see these discussions and it was only ever men being mentioned. Mm. And it just, uh, it just, you know, it just gets so disheartening yeah. to, cause there's, there, there are so many talented women in this community and kind of how this all happened for me. I just had one day I, I was perusing Reddit and on the mm. analog community subreddit, somebody posted up a poll of who's your favorite um, film photography YouTube channel. Mm. And every single option to choose from on this poll were men. There wasn't a single guy listed. And obviously, we know there's many wonderful women on YouTube, Chris included. Um, And I just I I saw this and it was kind of like the straw that broke the camel's Mm -hmm. back. I just saw that. I was like, I am I'm just sick of this. I'm, I'm sick of these conversations, never including the women. So I screenshotted that um, poll. I threw it up in my stories, just posted a little like rant of like why this is frustrating to only see men included in these discussions. And then I included a shout out of kind of all my favorite female photographers in this community. And that went viral, I guess I would say. I got like 500 private messages. Yeah. Wow. In response to that, it was crazy that I literally the I this happened in the morning and then that night I spent four hours just wow. responding to DMs because there was just so many DMs from and all almost all positive and a lot of it were other women saying like yes I feel this way too that I've struggled with this as well and then um just <laughs> coincidentally just a few days later Chris as you alluded to there was a big yeah. photographer on Instagram who published a list of like 12 or 14 photographers to check out and they were all guys and it was (laughs) yeah it was just like deja vu after just a couple of days i messaged you and or i i took you what you said and i was like this feels like a joke at this point i feel like they're trolling us i was like this is like yeah because it was literally just like three days after i had posted this big thing that went viral and i was just like you gotta be kidding me yeah so then i posted um reposted this um, man's list and kind of just called him out in a polite civil manner just like asking like hey why didn't you include any women on this list and then that again kind of went viral and it was um around then that I 
uh, launched my Women with Film Wednesday mm-hmm. series. And similar to you, Chris, I just felt like I felt like there was more I should do. And uh, since I had d- done my first set of stories a few days back, I had a number of people saying, you should start a feature account, you should mm. do this. And I just kept saying that idea of starting a feature account just sounded so beyond what I could do. Mm-hmm. Mm. I just thought that's such a huge undertaking. I, yeah. I just don't think I could do that. But then when you reached out... <laughs> that was kind of part of my reservation. I'm like, it, it's going to seem like a lot of work and I don't know, yeah. you know. But yeah, I, I, I was like, I'm going, I'm just going to see, you know, maybe yeah. she... Maybe we'll work it out. Yeah. And it was when you reached out and said that you had been thinking about that, I kind of took that as a sign. I was like, mm. you know what? So many people have been saying I should do a feature page and I've been really reluctant, but you, you were really my inspiration. Uh. The fact that you, that you really, that you wanted to take the helm and do this. And I thought if Chris wants to do this, I, I want to be there to support her and run it with her. And I felt like we could do something really amazing with it. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm so proud of where we've come from. And anytime we hit like a, a mile milestone that we I feel like we've reached kind of quickly it's like we were like god do you believe this like look look at where we are already this is crazy like yeah it just goes to show like the community is there and yeah. it's ready to thrive I feel like and the work that we're showcasing is just incredible you know yeah oh my lord I've been I mean I I thought before all of this happened I thought that I followed a lot of women mm-hmm. and I knew a lot mm-hmm. of women in this community wow. yeah and then <laughs> and then after our you know my post kind of went viral and I started getting attention for this and we started the page. I've, I've discovered so many more women that I, I had never heard of. And it's just, yeah. it's insane to me just how many talented ladies there are in this community. And it's, it's really become one of the highlights of my day every day, just yeah. getting to sit down and like go through the posts that we're tagged Same. in. There's the variety of yeah. shots that people tag us in, the amount of talent out there. It's just... I, I, I love it. I truly cherish getting to um, find new, new work and put it out there. Couldn't say it better. I, uh, <laughs> I have I have like a, a reminder on my phone that like will go off at two o'clock. And I'm like, ooh, like <laughs> it's time to go look at <laughs> awesome photography. I can't. I love it. Um. So yeah. So I how soon a- how soon after that did you start working with um, Casual Photophile and the, and those guys? That was pro- actually probably right around the same. I think it was within three or four days when you asked me to do the feature page, if I wanted to do that, that they reached out. Because I remember um, excitedly texting my mom Mm. (laughs) about that we were going to do a feature page together. It's like this awesome photographer wants to do a feature page. And then a few days later, Casual Photophile reached out. And so I was texting my mom about that too. And she was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, can you really (laughs) do Uh, both of these? Like, you really need to stop and think like, you know, the film sorority was brought to you first. Like, if your loyalty should lie to that, you know, if you can't do fit casual photo file you should really it's it's okay to say no to things i, right. I guess is what right. she was trying to say right. to me but um since since the moment i first started photography and was teaching myself how this how this all works casual photo file was really one of the top websites i yeah. always went yeah. to we love james he's yeah, amazing big time yeah amazing page and so i just i i took my mom's advice to heart but i really felt like you know this was two things i could juggle together and yeah so i was i just couldn't believe that my favorite website was reaching out asking me to collaborate yeah that's so good so good do you have any like aspirations for this kind of stuff i know like you do the the women in film what feature what's that been like and 
how, do you foresee it going? I'm sure you want to do it for as long as you can, but yep. is there like an end goal? Is there like like a, a zine? We have like our little goals for film sorority too, but like what mm-hmm. do you what do you think about stuff like that? Oh man, you know, I, to be honest, I haven't given it that much mm. thought. I just <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right that I I just saw this as something that I just wanted to do as long as I could. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it really Women with Film Wednesday kind of came out of the fact that we were having this big moment back in December, and I was really worried that it was going to be a flash in the pan, mm-hmm. you know, that yeah. it was going to be this big moment, everybody's going to talk about it. And like two or three weeks later, everybody was going to forget this happened. And right. it was going to be back to business as usual. And I just thought I wanted something I could do on a weekly basis that kept this conversation alive. So that's where Women with Film Wednesday came from. And so that's really, I guess, the extent that I've thought of it. You know, a zine might be really cool at some point in the yeah. future, or some sort of like a, a print project. Yeah, that those are really good ideas. I We'll have to think about that some more. Just you saying that, you think, you know, since since the big uprising, Mm -hmm. that obviously needed to happen, you know. Does it still feel like things are going strong and like are are women now being more represented from your point of view? I'm a guy. I can't answer mm-hmm. this question. I'm just curious because like like with the show and and with our Instagram and and I know, Chris, you work really hard with all this stuff. And it's like, how where is it at now? Like, yeah. what do you, what, What's like the next step, you think, to to keep it? going and getting bigger like I I don't want it to fizzle out you know I I want like 2021's best photographers list to have like are you seeing any women on these lists now or is it still kind of too early to tell type thing um you know I I I guess I haven't really looked too much at like the your favorite photographer type of discussions recently so I can't really speak to those I will be honest I not to be super pessimistic, I feel like we have taken a little bit of a step back mm-hmm. since that moment in December. There were, um, I think, like the first Women with Film Wednesday I did, I think like almost every single feature page like participated and mm-hmm. did a Women oh, with Film Wednesday. Wow. And then yeah. it like so many feature pages just went back to business <laughs> as yeah. usual after that. I mean, some have got, are doing really good work. I, so I don't want to just say all feature pages are just kind of back yeah. to normal. Yeah. But I have definitely noticed, I feel like uh, there was a big shift in December into January for feature pages wanted to feature women. And then I've gone back in the last couple months and I feel like we're going back to that imbalance where it's a lot of guys on those page again. I think really, you know, if we want to take this to the next level, we really need men to be on board and really champion this too, Mm -hmm. because you know, it's not a women's problem. It's really, it's, it's a human's problem. Yeah. And it, it truly is. Yeah. 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 Women, we're yeah. only 50% of the population. We can't make seismic change all on our own. We have to have yeah. the other half of the population actively working towards it. And I do, I guess, unfortunately, I do feel like there's still a lot of guys who just, they don't see it as their issue. They don't, you know, oh, that's a girl's thing. You know, I'm not going to talk about it or or do my part. And in my day job, I work in HR. And so mm. something I talk about every day in my job is that no one plays a passive role in discrimination. Right. Every single person plays an active role in making sure that the workplace yeah. right. is inclusive and welcoming. And so I, I feel the same way with this. Like nobody yeah. gets to play, play a passive role right. in sexism in the film right. community. Everybody needs to be playing an active role in making sure that women are represented and supported. Yeah. Yes. I feel like we need like a quarterly explosion of this. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it, it just it, it makes me so sad. Like when everything was going on with this, I mean, to be completely honest, like I just never thought of it. And that's the shitty part, yeah. I think, is like 
that it's just not something that we think of. That's that's a yeah. terrible excuse, you know, that it's like, oh, well, wow, yeah, I guess you're right. Like, that felt awful to say that, mm. you know, because, like, I'm a mama's boy, yeah. you know, like, I... <laughs> I love I love ladies yeah. and I want I want and not just in like some creepy guy <laughs> but like I'm just saying like like it, it's I know what it's like to love something so much and want to you know show that to the world and the fact that I can't remember what guest which which guest it was but where she was saying she used to do like like not like paparazzi stuff but she did like uh fashion week shoots and like oh, oh. the guys Emily? would be such a yeah was it Emily? Emily? Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. The guys would be just such dirtbags, yeah. like, you know, not not giving her the shot or, you know, I, I feel like, it, I mean, damn, you have to work three times harder than mm -hmm. Joe Schmo that did nothing to get up there. It's just what the, and like union work with Chris, it's like, I see like how that is, you know, where to, to get into union work is tough in general. And then to be a female trying mm -hmm. to get past all these hurdles, it's just... It's mind blowing. It is 2021. Like I am still wondering when like the Neanderthal club you over the head, drag you by your ponytail is going to end. Like yeah. I just yeah. don't understand. I don't get it. And I mean, again, like whatever, whatever I can do and whatever we can do as a podcast yeah. to try to keep, you know, promoting this. And, and I will say, Timothy, I, you know, like you were always aware of it. You were always, you know, you would say to me, like, we got to get more women on yeah. here, you know, because yeah. we, we were, you know, when we first got started, we were just kind of like excited to do it. And we weren't, there wasn't yeah. really a And to talk to anybody. Yeah, we were just exactly. like, this is so much fun. So yeah. there wasn't like a, th uh, like a thought process about our choices, but there is now. And I think we're better for it. You know, I think, yeah, yeah. you know, anytime we can highlight anybody from a, a marginalized community is just, you know, it, it's it's the kind of the best part because we're, you know, you get to experience like their, you hear their stories and they have just, you know, different perspective than we've, this, what we've heard, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, over and over, which, definitely. yeah, we're like he said, we're definitely, we're definitely, we definitely have a mission statement about it now and we're, we don't take it, our platform lightly, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you guys are doing incredible work. And I actually, in preparation of this, I was like, man, I should re-listen to some of their more recent podcasts. <laughs> <So I laughs> need to think about what they Thank might you. ask me. <laughs> and I was, I mean, like the last like three or four podcasts you guys have had women on. Yeah. I mean, you guys are doing an incredible <laughs> yeah. job, you know. And I'm always like, is this too much? And he's, you send them, he gets like, send, keep sending them. I'm like, all right, cool. There's like these, like, because I'm finding a lot of people through, like you, you, uh, through through film sorority i've like we had heather on yeah oh love yeah her. we had God. heather uh sites on and it was somebody who i became obsessed with her work because she tagged us and we featured her and i was like see this is what i'm talking about yeah <laughs> you know? yeah so i think there is a lot of work to, to still do but i'm i'm glad i'm glad that you're we're doing it together essentially yeah, I, I completely agree. <laughs> and you know, something that really warmed my heart recently um, was seeing another new page, the Grain Girls pop oh, up. My, talk about that. that, that oh my God. That, <laughs> that logo. I need to order like a million <laughs> stickers and put them everywhere. <laughs> I'll be honest. I was like low key a little jealous because yeah, you know, I was I like, designed damn, them. damn. I was, I was like, like, damn, why didn't I think of that for <laughs> Shout out to them. I love it's, that. it's phenomenal. It's so good. But it, 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 it really just, um, it made me feel like 
you know, because of that moment in December and maybe because of us starting our page, there's, there's other women feeling like they yes. can do this too. They can start um, pages to, you know, highlight the other talented women in this community. And I was joking with, I think it was Han recently. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. joking. I said, my secret goal is that, you know, all these female pages will pop up and we'll, we'll take over and we'll monopolize. Yeah. Them. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a joke, but it, it is really cool to see that there are that this is happening, that yeah. other women are being inspired to launch similar pages because, you know, there there are not that many pages right now that, that focus on wanting to uplift women. So I yeah. think that's the more the better. Yeah, absolutely. So true. Chris is like, oh, we had three girls on just for you then. And I'm like, <laughs> well, if somebody gets pissed off about it, then those are the people we don't yeah. want. You know, that's exactly. that's what we want to do. We yeah. want to, you mm-hmm. know, we want to <laughs> kind of wake you up a little bit and shake things up it's just like come on yeah yeah which thank you for always being the voice of reason when i'm like questioning like <laughs> yeah you're like no we're doing the right thing like okay okay cool cool, yeah. cool. <laughs> you know uh like an r uh a ruth bader ginsburg quote that i really love because i'm i'm a huge fan of hers mm-hmm. she she made a comment about when will there be enough women on the supreme court and she said well when the court is all women yes and then somebody <laughs> questioned her and they said well isn't that unfair and she goes well there's been nothing but men this whole time yeah. and nobody's cared right so you know what it's, yeah. it's okay yeah. to have yeah. just yeah. a bunch of women yeah <laughs> Yeah. podcast because yeah. there's been a bunch of men on other podcasts yeah. before so and nobody yeah that's true about. i mean that's the perspective like e- <laughs> duh like <laughs> of course crazy so so speaking of like you know a lot of men who are cha- champions and stuff like that have you i know we had like an like sort of a, a weird thing happen to with us in in our numbers for film sorority mm-hmm. uh do you want to like bring light to that yeah, so uh, this other person who runs a page had reached out to the film sorority asking for our statistics with the reasoning of they wanted to increase the amount of female followers they had on their page and female features. So I, you know, thought, hey, that's that's a great mission <laughs> to yeah. want to do that. I'm if if supplying our numbers helps you in that goal, I'm happy to do it. So I sent it over, which I I think our audience stats are at the time. I'm sure it's probably still the same. We're like 53% women, 47% men. And then shortly later, some female photographers I'm connected with on Instagram. I guess, had been messaging this page privately. And they reached out to me saying, hey, you know, this person is using the film sorority statistics as some sort of reason to not feature women. And I was just, I was so disappointed because, you know, they approached us under the guise of, hey, I want your numbers to do good. Mm -hmm. And then they turned around and used our statistics to try to argue that there's not a lot of female shooters and that they don't shouldn't yeah. be I don't know it was it was just very disappointing I you know I couldn't believe it when you when you sent uh, sent the message I was like wait what is going on yeah <laughs> <laughs> which is like it's disheartening but uh where where is that person at now is he has you have you changed his mind or or thought on it at all or yeah you know uh we ended up actually talking it out I think also, I want to give credit to the women who had been messaging him. Mm. I think they also did a lot to try to help him gain some perspective. Um, and I, it sounds like they are really going, they're giving an honest uh, effort to try to increase female representation on their page. They, they ended up coming up with some some uh, methods, you know, like a hashtag or so to try to find more female features. And, you know, I was really, really happy with how that ended up wrapping up. I mean, look, look, and it's like... People have their, you know, their their mindset. 
on certain things and think that they're, you know, they're right about certain things. But I think that the fact that he sort of came around and is like, you Mm -hmm. know, he's even willing to like make that hashtag. Like he's probably, he's going to find some badass work, you know, he's going to see, he's going to see. And like, that's all we, we, what we, the whole thing is about really, you know, Mm -hmm. just take a look, you know, we're out there. We're out there. (laughs) That's all. That's all. That's all. Yeah. And something I feel like I, I, I've heard from a number of feature pages is like, well, just not a lot of women use your hashtags. So just, whoopsie, we're yeah. just not going to feature a lot of women. And it's like, do <laughs> a, yeah. is a lot of, <laughs> is it just happen to be that a lot of women don't use your hashtag or is it's like a chicken or yeah. egg situation uh-huh. or do uh-huh. are women not using their hashtag because you're not representing them? So then they figure what's the point in even using this hashtag because right. I'm not going to get chosen anyway. Right, 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 right. Right. Yeah. That's such a bummer because thinking of like being a young person and before you know what your passions are and what you want to be when you grow up, you know, you see the greats, you see lists of, Mm -hmm. you know, greatest baseball players of all time or greatest doctors and stuff. And it's like, if we're not seeing these lists with people with, you know, there's like Annie Leibovitz, there's, there's all these like huge, powerful, powerful women. And it's always the same it's like Brisson and uh, I, of course I can't think of a single photographer's <laughs> name right now because I need one. But it's like if we would show show these these you know show show females and ladies and stuff more, like maybe there would be more people using these hashtags mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and like following photography and and because it looks like a viable option. But when all you see is guys at the top of that mountain and you're a little girl, yeah, you know, yeah, if photography might not be that interesting then because it's like you don't get to be at the top of the mountain as well, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. That's but that's just so weird that somebody would use your statistics. Like, what a, What game is that? Yeah, yeah it was gross. <laughs> it was, that's that was, so I think gross. that was my response. I was like, that is so gross. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I just felt like deceived, I guess is the mm-hmm. best word. It was just Ugh. like, man, I, I, and naive. I felt deceived and naive. Like, I just felt like, yeah, you wanted help. I was happy to help you. And then to hear that uh, it kind of went the opposite way, you know, it was just, it was disappointing. But I'm, I'm happy with the resolution that, it, yes, that we yes. came to. Yeah. 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 It's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. I will also say to the point you were talking about, like always seeing men at the top of the mountain. Have you guys seen the video that second son photo put out? Oh gosh, it was probably like a month or two now, but it was like a compilation of all the sexist photography oh, ads. Yes. Oh, oh no, my I missed God. this. I need to see this. Tim, Tim. Oh, it was powerful. Yeah. And it was, just, I mean, that speaks to society as a whole. Yeah. Because it was yeah. obviously in, in all of advertising. Yeah. But yeah, it, it was a wild ride to watch it all together. Oh, and like, like it, I'll just give you an example, Tim. It was like, oh, it was... <laughs> It'd be like basically be like get her a vacuum for Christmas and 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 like oh gross. And, and get, the, get the man the camera and the man or... the camera yeah and I was just like <sighs> what and and what, so what many is this, what is this again I need to see this, it's, um, it's, this? he basically comp he put a compilation of all like old school advertising okay, in in, okay. in like film world yeah the the Instagram wow. page is I believe. Their name is Second Son Photo or, or, or something to that effect. Um, okay. Yeah. They, I mean, and, and part of it also was just like the editing was so good on this yeah, page yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the video. And I just thought, man, I would never be able to edit something that nice. But yeah. 
it, it's so powerful. You know, there were so many like lens ads that were where the lens were being marketed as the girl watcher lens. And wow. yeah, it, it, it was it's like, it's like it kept getting worse and worse. Yeah. Like, the more it went on, I was like, oh, my God. Right. Yeah, I actually ended up um, showing it to my partner. And, you know, my partner, he knows that this is like this crusade has been a big passion mm-hmm. of mine for a few months now. And, and he's, of course, always been fully supportive of it. But he doesn't shoot. He's not a photographer. So he's not really immersed in the world. He doesn't like always fully understand some of the issues. But I showed him that video. And he even was like, holy crap. Like, yeah. I totally, <laughs> I totally get it now. Like, I get what you guys are up against. Like, yeah. this is been the foundation right. of the community for literally decades. And yeah. this is why you still have issues. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll, well, I'll link you, Timothy. He'll, uh, it's a, yeah, it's a we'll trip. have to put a link in the description <laughs> yeah. as well. So, so the listeners can watch it. It's crazy. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. 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 I've definitely seen some commercials like that. Uh, yeah. Not that. Yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah. I mean, what living in the fifties, man, what a trip that would have been. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, get get in the get kitchen. Get in the kitchen. <laughs> right. So, Danielle, where do you see like your work uh, going? Do you have any like personal projects with your photography? I know you were doing tintype recently, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, sweet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's actually been a dream of mine for a long time. Basically, as soon as I started shooting film and I learned about tintypes and. Um, I just thought, man, if I could ever make that work, that would be amazing. Mm. But uh, tintypes can also be so cost prohibitive too, because you know you need the large format camera, yes. you need all the chemicals, and it like it'll be a thousands of dollars worth of an investment. I did end up getting actually two large format cameras, coincidentally, this year for very good prices. And then when it comes to tintypes, there's like two different processes: you have wet plate and dry plate. And wet plate's like the really more popular one, but it's like the much more expensive one. <laughs> so yeah. I found a dry plate kit that was really reasonably priced. So I've been messing around with those. Those have been so much fun. And it's mm. just it's just one of those great moments where something you've dreamed of for literally years, you're finally doing it and you're like, damn, I never actually thought I would isn't that crazy? Would be doing it, yeah. I, yeah. I've had like a similar thing with large format. I, I, I must have talked about it a million times on the show, but like I was like, well, that's for other people, you know. Yeah. And then now, yeah, I so I know that feeling. Yeah, I think the very first tintype plate I developed, I was just so I was convinced. I was like, this is not, it's not going to turn out. Like I'm, I'm sure I did something <laughs> wrong. I'm preparing myself for failure, and then. I'm in like my little makeshift dark room in my bathroom and I'm watching the image slowly appear and I'm like, holy crap. Oh, magic. Yeah. This yeah. is working. It's really yeah, working. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, ah. I love that. <laughs> so Man. yeah, I think, you know, I think large formats kind of like the next big uh, frontier that I'm working on right now. I not to sound too cliche, but you know, everybody talks about how it's an even slower process, but it's like mm. that much more rewarding. It's it's very true. You know, you you have a limited number of sheets or plates that you can shoot and you really need to make each one of those count and just the whole process of getting the camera set up and getting uh, a subject picked out and getting it all focused and getting your settings all right you know it's it's very rewarding when it all works out correctly wow yeah yeah it's it's like a dance Mm -hmm. it's like an awesome like yeah uh I love large form. Are you shooting four by five or eight by ten? Um, I am shooting. So I actually have two cameras. One is a four by five, a speed graphic, and then the other one is, uh, I guess I would call four by five. It's technically nine by twelve centimeters, which is like European mm, metric. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> it's the cameras from like the twenties. So I guess that was like a, a measuring system they used back then. But it's 
basically four by five. It's like a centimeter smaller than four by five. Yeah. That's interesting, man. I can't wait to see what else you do with that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to stay tuned to that for sure. Yeah. I'm very excited. (laughs) I I think um, the tin types will be really great, especially here in the summer because you need a lot of sunlight Mm -hmm. light light for them. So now that we're going into the summer months and we'll have a lot of bright sunlight, I think I'll have a lot of great shooting opportunities. Awesome. Man, that's inspiring because that's that's been on my list. I was list gonna say for that's like you've been talking about forever. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just, you know, when as soon as as soon as I'm ready to be on like a government watch list for buying all the chemicals <laughs> and all that stuff, I'll I'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> and well, you know, the really nice thing about I know wet plate is like the one that everybody wants to do, but especially at least with my style of photography, I just don't know if wet plate would ever really be feasible because Mm. you have to, once you pour the plate, you have to shoot it within 15 minutes. Yeah. And then develop it. You have to shoot it and develop it within 15 minutes of pouring the plate. And I just, my style of wanting to like adventure around the cities and find I just don't think that would ever be feasible. The really, the really nice thing about dry plate is you make the plates ahead of time that you can shoot them whenever you can develop them whenever you don't have that really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I just, that's, that's much more convenient for me. And uh, I, I wish more people, you know, uh, gave that a consideration when they're looking at tintypes because it, yeah. yeah, it's, it's really, it's really uh, useful. You should check out, uh, uh, if you haven't already, Sally Mann. Oh. She has a book called Deep South that was shy. It was wet plate, but it, it's like all mostly wet plate collodion. And like, I love her style mm-hmm. of just being like, the imperfections are what make it, you know, like yeah. most people are just so careful with it and make sure it's evenly spread and stuff. And she loves the sloppiness of it. And I, I mean, that's how I would be, too. I'm Mr. Like light leak mm-hmm. and gross scratches on lenses and as dirty as it can get is is more my my style. So you should check out Deep South, though. It's it's like one of my favorite books ever. And yeah, I've I've never heard of it before, so I'm definitely going to have to look that one up. You should. It, do you ever see her documentary, The What Remains? You should check that out too. I've, no, I don't think I've watched that oh, one. Oh man, you would. You're going to be obsessed yeah. if you go. If you dig into Sally Mann, you're going to be like, okay, here goes a year of yeah, my life, <laughs> like digging into her work. Yeah. Well, it'll be worth it though. Yeah, it'll definitely. Be a yeah. Year oh, worth yes. It. yes. <laughs> We'll be right back with a listener question for Danielle, right after this message from our sponsor. Support for Analog Talk comes from Polaroid. Use the promo code ANALOGTALK10 on your first purchase on film at Polaroid.com. Just wanted to hop in and let you guys know about our Develop and Hang Nights. Now these are a Patreon-only exclusive hangout. We've done a bunch already. They're going to be the third Sunday of the month. It's a bunch of fun. We hang out, we develop film, we talk shop, we laugh. It's just a good time. It's a really, really good time. And Patreon is the best way to help support the show. So head over to patreon.com slash analog talk. Thanks, guys. All right, guys, this is the part of the show where we take a question from one of our listeners. And this week's questions comes from Mr. Anthropology on, on Instagram. And he says, favorite place in Wisconsin to take photos? I guess I would have to give it a tie because I really love shooting more like urban scenes. But I also really love shooting nature. Um, I love to switch it up. Hmm. When it comes to more of my urban work, my favorite favorite area, cliche as it may be, is downtown Milwaukee. Mm. I just, Mm. it's one of those things where I can shoot there a million times and I always find a new scene that I haven't seen before. You know, I 
I'll just like park one street over than I did before, or I'll walk on the opposite side of the street or the sun will just be a little bit different and I'll just catch things that I've never seen before. So there's this endless discovery for me downtown. Um, I love that. But then in terms of like more my nature work I love to do, I would say um, I love our state park system that we have here in Wisconsin. And there's there's uh, the Kettle Moraine, Kettle Moraine State Park that's nearby there. There's a trail called the Scuppernong Springs Trail. And it's just it's like walking through an enchanted forest. It's just I love it. It's just like it. I've gone through so many state parks, but that trail in particular, you just, you get every landscape, you get meadows, you get forests, you get streams and waterfalls. And it's just, I, um, it's magical there. So I, I really, I love that one too. That sounds uh, like a dream. Yeah. yeah great answer. <laughs> That's a good answer. Great question too. Thank you. So now, mm-hmm. now comes the tough question, everybody. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so if you were stranded on a desert island, Mm-hmm. And you had to choose one camera for the rest of your life. What would it be, and why? And there's a there's a lab on this island, endless supply of film and batteries, so no limits. Mm-hmm. I would, um, but no way off. But of no it. way no, off. Of that. I stuck there <laughs> forever. Yeah, stuck there okay. forever. <laughs> um, I, I I think this answer probably would change depending on what mood I'm in. Um, yeah. But right now, I've really been just head over heels in love with my Ricoh Diacord, which is a twin Ooh, lens. Yeah. Ah. I uh, It was a complete random find. I got it back in January. I tripped across it on Facebook Marketplace. And I, I had actually never even heard of the camera before, but I saw the posting. It, somebody local was selling it for 50 bucks. And I mm. just, I saw it and I was like, well, that looks like, you know, I don't know anything about Rico Diacords, but it looks like a pretty decent TLR. So <laughs> I picked it up and I've honestly just been completely blown away. Um, uh. It's it's one of those cameras that I take the photos and they just turn out exactly mm. how I want them every single time. The the lighting, the the sharpness, the depth of field, the colors are just... I almost don't even have to do any post-processing with oh, the photos wow. I take uh, on that camera. I yeah. That. So I think I'd have to probably give it to that one right now because that's what I've been most obsessed with. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a first. I love when we get a unique yeah, yeah, camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. It's uh, I've, I've always thought that maybe someday it'd be cool to get like a Hasselblad or a Bronica yeah. SQ or mm-hmm. something because I, I do love square format and I just thought maybe something a little bit higher quality would be nice to shoot square. But since I've gotten the Ricoh Diacord, I'm just like, oh, I don't yeah. think I need a Hasselblad. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> that's this a good feeling. Like I need. You only pay 50 bucks. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so the second part of the question, I, I mean, this is kind of funny to ask you because, uh, you know, you have too many cameras, but is there anything <laughs> Is there anything that you're you're currently dreaming of, lusting after, your white whale camera, something that you, you're dying to get? Uh, you know, I don't really feel that way. I, I, I think uh, the biggest white whale for me for a long time was large format. Mm. Um, it was, mm. as, as we previously talked about, it, it felt like something that would never even really be feasible for me. I just thought, nah, that there's so many, that's so diff- difficult and it's so expensive. I just don't think I could ever actually make that work. And um, now I've recently got my speed graphic and my Welta Watson. And I um, I feel like that's what I had really been lusting after for a long time. So feel like that that yeah I'm you're good. good for right now that's good, yeah, that's good. good we always, right now, we yeah. always when we get that answer we're always like je- i'm like lo- jealous because i'm i think i'm set and then like two weeks later i'm like nope i'm on ebay again like just searching cameras you know i mean ask me like three months yeah, from yeah, now I'll ask that, you again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it might not be the case anymore but <laughs> that's funny yeah I we're all that. the same it's so funny like yeah 
Yeah. The, the, one of the best things about this show is just being able to chat with like-minded people um, exactly. about this stuff. And just like the, the, the camera, like, you know, collecting part of it is always like the, the best part to talk about. It is. And, you know, so many of them uh, you can find for pretty cheap. I mean, obviously not the, the really trendy cameras. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that that's that's really how I've gotten to my collection of like 45-ish cameras was when I first started shooting, I just became so fascinated with mm. the different types of cameras out there. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. wanted to learn all about them and what they all did and how they were different. And what better way to learn than to have one in person and do So I just stocked my thrift stores, stocked Ebays and just bought <laughs> cheap cameras, just found yeah. good deals, bought cheap cameras. And um, so yeah, I totally get that like the the fascination with gear. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. It, they're like works of art. I'm always like, these are yeah. so yeah. they're just so yeah. pretty. And like one day <laughs> I'll have every I'll have them I'll all. Have them all. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Pokemon gotta have yeah, them all. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Oh man. Totally well, get it. Yeah. Danielle, this has been been so wonderful wonderful i'm so glad that you were able to come on the show with us and and i want to say thank you for the work that you're doing and continue to do and i'm glad to be a part of it with you so thank you thank you thank you thank you so much yeah. I was honestly i was like i was so surprised when you reached out and i just thought oh no way so yeah. I'm, just, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so touched and i i i it's such a joy getting to run the film sorority with you and Anomi, and I, yeah. I'm, I I feel so grateful we that have we get to, to do that. I have some maybe when COVID's over, we have to do like we, we really should do like in person somehow meet up, yeah, like big meet up. girl power meet up and have a camera meet up. Absolutely. So stay tuned for that, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Where can everybody check your work, you out, your work, and any other things you want to plug? Feel free. Yeah. So I'm currently most of like my photo- photographic work is on Instagram. So girl with too many cameras is my handle um i also write articles for casual photo pile as we mentioned so go to their website mm-hmm. search my name you'll find my stuff and then you can also um check out the work we're doing with the film sorority yay, yay. <laughs> T- timothy where are you guys you can head over to instagram i actually made my first instagram post in five that's months. crazy can you believe that five months oh but yeah i'm over there on instagram He's it's back, at everybody. makeups i'm back i'm back <laughs> I also, uh, I, I, I should start saying I also made some photography YouTube videos. Those are over on YouTube. Uh, easiest way to find those, you just go to the search bar, type in Timothy Makeups. You'll find a bunch of my stuff there. Chris, where are you? So I am Chris B. Photo on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We are Analog Talk Pod on Twitter and Analog Talk Podcast on Instagram. And we have a Facebook page and a group you can join. And we also have Patreon also. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, Film Sorority, guys, at Film Sorority. Follow us there too. Danielle, thank you, thank you, thank you. So good chatting with you. Thank you so much, guys. Awesome. All right, guys, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. First off, Chris and I would like to thank Danielle for coming on the show. Danielle, first and foremost, thanks for all that you do for the community. It's a lot to take on, and we really appreciate what you're doing to bring this issue to light. And again, thanks so much for coming on the show to tell your story. It's great hearing your background. So Chris and I, again, we thank you. Thanks for coming on, Danielle. Guys, that's going to take us to Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash analog talk. For just a buck, you can get the show two days early. We also have our development hang nights over there. And we're going to be doing some you know, patron-only content. Chris and I are also doing solo shows over there. So again, if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, check it out. For all the patrons that already helped support the show, guys, we do not know what we would do without you. We 
appreciate and love each and every one of you. And Patreon is the best way to help support the show. That's going to be it for this week's episode, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for making it to the end. Hope you guys have a great week. Hope you're out there shooting and having fun. And we'll see you next week with an all new episode. Later, guys.